the title of today's podcast, What If I Lose My Healing? Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Second Corinthians 10, 3-5 say, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. That's our basis for today's podcast. Bert and Kathy came to us for RTF Thorough Format Ministry. They were in their early 30s at the time and had been married for 11 years. To say it mildly, their marriage was a mess. In fact, they came for ministry. They told us that they had divorce papers on the kitchen table at home, and if RTF didn't work, they're going to sign the papers and call it quits. Their marriage was a mess because they had each brought so much dysfunction and hurt into the marriage from their childhood. The only thing they really did well was fight. During their week of RTF ministry, the Holy Spirit did an amazing healing in both of their lives. They were individually set free from the terrible things they inherited from their families. They received amazing new godly beliefs to replace some really ugly lies. They both had intimate encounters with Jesus who brought healing to some very broken places in their hearts. Then the week ended with a celebration of the marriage covenant as if for the very first time. It was truly a life-changing week of ministry. Six months later, they got a divorce. Why? Because they didn't walk out what God did during the time of ministry. You see, there are two battles we fight. The first battle is to get free. That is what the ministry of RTF is all about. RTF applies the victory that Jesus purchased for us on the cross to our lives. We appropriate what he did for us by his death, burial, and resurrection to the generational sins and curses. We apply the power of the cross to break the lies we believe. We allow Jesus to heal our broken hearts. And then we use the authority Jesus gave us to get rid of the enemy's oppressions. That's the first battle, the battle to get free. The second battle is the battle to stay free. Again, the first battle is appropriating what Jesus has already done for us. The second battle, staying free, the ball really is in our court, so to speak. Bert and Kathy did not fight this battle. They went home and did not walk out their newfound freedom. In the process, they lost their healing by reopening doors to the enemy. They actually put the welcome mat back out to the enemy. Today's verse is 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. In this passage, Paul describes that we are in a spiritual battle, which is fought much differently than the physical war would be. We don't use man-made weapons to fight this battle. Instead, we use divinely powerful spiritual weapons. So how do we reopen doors to the enemy? This verse says that we are to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. One of the easiest ways to open a door to the enemy is through our thoughts and words. Our self-talk is very important. It is also one of the places the enemy can attack us very easily. Why is it so easy for him to attack us in our thought life? 
I don't really know or have a good answer as to why. I just know that according to this verse, it's true. Why would God tell us to take every thought captive if all of our thoughts were already under control? The enemy somehow has the ability to trigger or place thoughts in our minds that are not our own thoughts. Most of us have had something like this happen. You're minding your own business, not thinking about anything in particular, when all of a sudden a thought comes into your mind that causes you to experience fear or doubt or anxiety, or maybe even something worse. Was that your thought? Or could it be that the thought was placed there by the enemy to cause that negative reaction? When we entertain a lie, we open the door for the enemy to bring his oppression into our lives. When you believe a lie, you empower the liar. One lie that Bert entertained was that he would be happier with someone other than Kathy. Now, we broke that lie during the ministry time, but Bert did not take his thought captive, and he allowed the lie to return. And with the lie came the empowering of the liar, and it gave the enemy access back into Bert's life. One major area of the enemy's attack on our thoughts is in the area of self-talk. What's self-talk? It's the chatter that goes on in your mind almost on a constant basis. And for most people, much of our self-talk is negative. Why is it most of our self-talk negative? Because much of our self-talk is about the what-ifs of life. This self-talk is so normal that God addresses it in 2 Corinthians 10 by saying that we are to cast down arguments. Another translation says that we're destroying speculations. Those are the what-ifs of life. What if my friend thinks my outfit is ugly? What if the economy gets worse? What if I get cancer? What if my spouse dies? Have you noticed that your self-talk is hardly ever positive? We usually don't think, what if I get a raise at work? What if my child marries a wonderful person and gives me fantastic grandchildren? What if nothing ever goes wrong? No, the what-ifs are usually negative. Could it be that we have someone who is helping us with those negative thoughts? Often much of this hidden self-talk are negative things we think about ourselves. These are things you may never say out loud to anyone, but they're used to tear you down. Things like, oh, I could never do something great, or I'm not talented enough to, or I'm not as smart as, or, you know, God can't use me. I'm just a... I'm not special. Those thoughts are a form of warfare aimed at keeping you from filling your God-given purpose and destiny. I believe that if Bert would have taken that thought about his wife captive when it first returned into his mind and returned to what God had told him during our ministry time, I think he and Kathy would be married today. One seemingly small compromise in our thought life can open the floodgates for even greater deception. Why do you think so many spiritual leaders fall into sexual temptation? I don't think it started with the thoughts of having a full-on affair. I think it more likely started with a small compromise of thought, which, when unchecked, opened the door for greater and greater temptation. So another part of this verse talks about casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Another area of spiritual warfare is about your concept of God and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It used to be that things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God were 
out there somewhere in the dark corners of society. These ungodly ideas and concepts usually were not mainstream. Today, God is being challenged on Main Street. These concepts and ideas, contrary to God, now come into your home every day through the various forms of media. The worst challenges against the things of God really come through your television. Long gone are the days of my three sons or leave it to Beaver. <laughs> I just realized that I'm dating myself and some of you listening have no idea what I just said. Many mainstream television shows today are based on the occult, and these shows bring the occult into your home on a nightly basis. Many video games are based on the supernatural realm of the occult. The power of the occult has become mainstream. Another source of challenging our concept of God comes from our churches. <laughs> there are vast differences on what churches believe about a broad array of biblical topics, things like tongues, miracles, healings, the rapture, even baptism, to name just a few. There are even some that do not believe the teachings of RTF, if you can believe that. You can quickly see that our concept of God is also an avenue of spiritual warfare. We have an enemy that has successfully divided the church according to our knowledge of God. So it's no wonder that our knowledge of God is also a place that the enemy attacks us individually. If he can deceive you into believing that God is not who he says he is, then it's much easier to deceive you about what God says. For example, it is really common for people who have experienced deep hurt in their life to believe that God has let them down before, he might do it again, therefore, I really can't trust him. Their interpretation of the hurtful event in their life has exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Instead of determining their concept of God based on the inerrant word of God, they're interpreting the word of God based on their experience. For an example, I have hearing loss that causes me to wear hearing aids. Over the years, I've received prayer for healing of my hearing loss on, I don't know, 30, 40 different occasions. My hearing is no better today. So the enemy comes to me and says things like, uh, you know, God does not love you because he heals other people, but he doesn't heal you. Or he might even say, you know, God doesn't heal today, so it's no use praying for the sick. Both of these are direct lies raised up against the knowledge of God. My hearing loss or the fact that I am yet to be healed cannot be used to prove anything about God. Let me venture into what I would call some deep water while I'm here. One of the main sources of these things that are raised up against the knowledge of God come when we try to figure God out. I have heard it said that God made man in his own image, and man has been trying to return the favor ever since. Mankind has been gifted by God with the desire and the ability to figure out how things work. Through things like science and medicine and technology, man has made great strides in understanding the wonderful world that God has created. We make a mistake, however, when we try to figure God out. He is far greater than our ability to comprehend or understand. His ways are far greater and different than our ways. Humans have finite thinking ability. In other words, our thinking capacity has a limit. And with our finite thinking capacity, we have a need to figure things out and put them in a box of our understanding. God is infinite. His ability and power have no limits. 
God cannot be put in a box of our understanding, and every time we try to put him in a box, we make a serious mistake. He can be experienced and loved by his children, but he can never be figured out or completely understood. Many of our judgments against God come because of this vast difference in the way we think. We want God to explain to us why something happened so that we can understand it from our finite perspective. We want to know why terrible things happen in this life. God, why did my child die? Why did I get sexually abused? We hope that by God explaining himself to us, we will have understanding and it will take the pain away. What happens instead is that we are allowing the enemy to use our desire for understanding to raise something up against the knowledge of God. It is part of this form of warfare that has been very effective to move mankind away from experiencing God as a good father. God is to be known intimately, not intellectually. When we allow God to heal our hurts and wounds, and we break the agreements with the lies we believed about God, it clears the way for us to experience the love of God. Ephesians 3.19 says, And to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. The word here for know is the same word used for sexual union. It is more than just an intellectual understanding. God wants us to have more than just an intellectual knowledge, or dare I say, theological understanding of him. He wants us to have an experiential knowledge of his love for us. Father, thank you for your pursuit of us, that you don't give up on us. You continue to pursue us and that you encourage us continually to take our thoughts captive so that they don't run us, but that we control them. And Lord, we, we have to ask your forgiveness for every place that we've allowed things to be raised up against the knowledge of God. Those places where we've put you in a box, where we've tried to figure out how you operate and what you're going to do, and in the process, we've boxed you in to become something that we've created instead of allowing you to be the God that you are. Forgive us for that. And Lord, I ask you to set us free from those places where we have put you in a box, where we have allowed things to be raised up against the knowledge of God. Set us free from those. And Lord, I ask you to help us to take every thought captive, that every lie that's been broken in our lives, Lord, uh, the enemy's going to want it to return, so he's going to tempt us, try to tempt us back into those same places, just like with Bert. Lord, I ask you to help us. Help us to take every thought captive by the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can continue to walk in the freedom that you've given us. So, Lord, it is so good. You are such a good father. You have such good things to give us. So, Lord, help us to uh, not allow anything to get in the way, not allow anything to steal from us the truth of who you are and who we are as your children. So today, Father, we just bless you. We thank you for the work that you're doing in our lives. And we just look forward to more that you're going to continue to set us free and we can walk in that freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. 
To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.